Catholic Libertarian uh, book club slash interview show. Today I'm sitting down with the with Craig and Nathan from the Bad Woman Project. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, I'm man. Fan- I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. And so that's when I ask you a few questions just to begin with. Like, first off, what is the Bad Woman Project? What exactly are you guys doing over there? No king but Christ. That's, I mean, if we, if we want to simplify it, it's no king but Christ. Mm. Sometimes being a bad Roman meant, or sometimes being a good Christian meant being, being, meant being a bad Roman. Mm. That's it. I mean, as far as um, our interactions with the state, mm. no king but Christ. It, it, that's it. It's, it's, so, it's so simple and so level with what we're doing with the project. That's it. No king but Christ. If we're going to follow the state or we're going to follow Christ, mm-hmm. choose this day whom you will serve. Mm-hmm. Trying to remind Christians of our anti-political roots. Mm-hmm. You know, Christ-centered, and we should have nothing to do with the state. And trying to make people laugh. <laughs> you do that. You do that very well. I guess I like that we're anti-political. Like if you say anti-state, anti-government, people are going to start trying to say, oh, terrorism, but if you say anti-political. <laughs> that's, that's a lot better way of phrasing. Like we just don't want to be involved in politics. And when your politics are forced upon us, we reject that. I, uh, I was, I'm going to write that down, actually, because I'm, I'm going to add that to my, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to add that to my bio on Twitter. Reject. That was that's pretty good. Um, so what kind of uh, what kind of anarchists are you? Are you like the, the simple anarchist, Christian anarchist specifically, or are you guys the more ANCAP or what kind of anarchist are you? Nathan, go ahead and then I'll follow up. Okay. Uh, I definitely started as an ANCAP, I guess, when I finally came to anarchism. Uh, I've definitely drifted left, but I'm not a leftist. I I guess I might call myself an agorist. I'm a market anarchist. I want uh, free exchange and I want voluntarist, uh, voluntarism. So uh, I'm, I'm a voluntarist. I just don't necessarily like, I don't want everything associated with the word capital and capitalism. Mm. So I don't call myself an anarcho-capitalist, but I want no state and I want free exchange of voluntary interactions between people. So okay, fair enough. I've been, I have, uh, I've been called an ANCAP, and to be honest with you, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what an- anarcho-capitalism means. I, I, I don't. That I've never labeled myself that way. I've just, when I started understanding anarchy and equating it to my faith in Christ, I'm like, I'm an anarchist. That's it. Like. It was done deal. Like, and and when it happened, I thought I was by myself. Like I was alone. I was the only Christian anarchist out there. Like I just discovered Mm -hmm. something new and I got to tell everybody. turns out there's a bunch of Christian anarchists out there. Yeah. You know, and when you, when you take a look into the early church, Mm -hmm. it sealed the deal for me. Mm -hmm. The early church has had no interest in the Roman empire. The first, oh, the first 400 years of Christianity, let, let, me, let me add that, because when you get into the Constantine stuff, that's when this, the, the church got entangled with the state, and yeah. now look what we've got. Come on. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point. The same thing happened to me when I first found out, like, Christian anarchism. Like, I found, um, what was, it was, 
this one. I found this book on Amazon, Crystal Anarchism by, I can't, it's from French dude, Jacques L or whatever it is, can't pronounce it. And he was a, he was a socialist and an anarchist. So half this book is like socialist nonsense. Another half is really good anarchist arguments. And I was yeah. like, wow, there's actually one guy like me. That's so cool. I'm going to go to Facebook <laughs> and tell everybody. And then boom, I found all the Facebook groups and Twitter groups. And it was awesome. There's so many great people. Uh, so what kind of denominations are you guys, Christian-wise? Um, like, what do you, when it comes to Christ, you, I mean, I don't know if it was a Christian, but like what specifically denomination would you identify with or do you belong to? Well, no, I'm going to annoy some Go people. Ahead. Yeah, because uh, I, don't, I don't see a lot of charismatic Christians in the, in the Christian anarchist world, but I definitely come from like a charismatic uh, Pentecostal background. Mm, and um, the denomination that didn't like to call themselves a denomination of the church that I grew up in is called the Vineyard. And uh, it's a great church, man. Uh, I've met probably, yeah, three pastors that were uh, libertarian anarchists hmm. in my in my years at the Vineyard. And um, it's a pretty great church. Right now, I'm actually going to uh, a Messianic church. Uh, it's like a Russian Messianic church. And uh, it's great. But I, I don't know if I would call myself any sort of denomination hmm. besides... Uh, if I feel the Holy Spirit there and I feel led there, that's that's my family and my congregation at the time. And right on, right on. Yeah, I was I was raised a Pentecostal, not non-denominational, but Pentecostal. You know, it's a lot of love there. I love those people. They're very on fire. You know, their services are mm-hmm. people running. It's it's not my thing anymore. But I when I go on like Mother's Day, Father's Day, I have a good time. Y'all y'all are gonna love this. I've been married twice in my lifetime and my first wife was a part of the united pentecostal church (laughs) and at the time and this is i'll go back to where i started with my denomination stuff but at the time i was involved with southern baptist church most most of my time i spent in church with southern baptist and she can be more opposed man they're so different listen dude i came home from work (laughs) And she told me that God told her to leave me because I wouldn't speak in tongues. I'm like, well, that sounds nothing like what Jesus would say, but all right, cool. She gave me the house (laughs) and she just bounced. I was like, that's all right. That's, that's weird. But I, what was so fun about it is she would invite folks over from the, from their church and we'd have Bible studies. And when I started debunking some of the stuff they were saying throughout the Bible, they stopped showing up. Uh, and then I, I think that's really what pissed her off is like her friends didn't want to come around. Because <laughs> I was right about everything because I was a Southern Baptist. Now, prior to that, my, my dad is a Church of Christ preacher. Hmm. So growing up, as a child, I was involved with that, I guess, but my mom and dad divorced and my mom took us to several different churches. My first interaction with, with Pentecostalism was uh, probably the Assembly of God. Mm. And we went to a church for that one time. And I, I don't know, man, I was, I was so young that I didn't really understand what was going on. It was like, whatever. And, mm. but then I, 
when I, but like I said, the, the majority of my time was spent in a Southern Baptist church and I bought into all the uh, nationalism and the uh, America is a Christian nation type stuff that yeah. the Southern Baptist preached. I mean, I was, I, that was, that was me, dude. I mean, if y'all knew me then you wouldn't know me now, I promise you, because I was, I, I was that guy. Yeah. We would we would stand up and pledge allegiance to the American flag in church. Oh. See, it's cringeworthy, <laughs> oh, right? That, is, that really is cringeworthy. Oh, very cringy. At the time, I was like, "This makes sense because we're in a Christian nation, mm-hmm. right? God made America. God created America to protect oh. Israel. <laughs> that's what I believed." Oh, that's. That's sad. <laughs> and now, right now, I don't go to church. I don't, I, I've been so disappointed in how the church has responded to this COVID stuff that I'm done with them. Oh, dude, I feel the same way. My, my, uh, I joined a Catholic church this year. And I went and expected, like, I want to get the Eucharist. I want to get the songs. I'm going to get the old hymns. I'm going to get all those equations. I go in there, like, we're not singing. We're not doing the Eucharist. We're wearing masks the entire time. Like, what is this? Oh. You're your early guys, like said, fuck the state. <laughs> they went like a burned alive. And now you're just like, well, we have to wear the mask. It's like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> I was a little you angry. Know, I think that's what kept me at this church that I'm at right now is like, we went like right in the middle, like in the heat of lockdown. And mm-hmm. we went there and there wasn't a single son of a bitch wearing a mask. There wasn't no one. Everyone was shaking hands and hugging and saying, Shabbat Shalom and like we were all there was no social distancing we were singing dancing there's guys blasting the shofar like it was it was wild and I said this is this is where I'm going that's cool I'm I'm staying here and uh there's no fear there uh you lucky you're lucky that my my chair just brought back the songbooks tonight and I've been going there since like beginning of the year it I'm happy we're finally getting this the actual church but it I'm a little disappointed, you know, given the history of the Catholic Church and the Church Fossils, like, it's just like, we've gone downhill. It, is your uh, priest vaccinated? Do you think like your uh... My entire congregation is vaccinated. <laughs> Good Lord, man. I but couldn't a, do it. But also all <laughs> 90 years it. old. Like everyone in my church is like 80 yeah. or 90 years old. I'm, I think That's I am worse. The, That's yeah, not I, good for them. <laughs> no, I, I am the, uh, let's see. Minus the uh, grandkids who come with the grandparents, I think I'm the youngest guy. Like it's, mm. it's, it's kind of weird, honestly, because they're all like, "Well, he's a young guy, come to the driver studies." I'm like, "Make that's wear a mask." Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is? I'm not doing this. <laughs> it's, it's about the, the the Catholic Church and, and the early church fathers. I'm, I'm really kind of curious how that equates because if you look at the first 400 years of Christianity. And I'm talking about the writings of Polycarp, who was taught directly by the Apostle John. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Tertullian, who's so outspoken against the state. Or John, who is so outspoken against the state. Mm-hmm. How, I don't think they were Catholics. And, and, for, and, and I, somehow Catholicism has brought that into their thing and i just don't see it like i just i don't see it because if you look at catholicism and you look at the early church writings and again i always say the first 400 years before constantine yeah 
that's when I think Catholicism started. Mm. Catholicism was not part of Jesus and his apostles. Well, if you, um, I don't want to get too and do too deep into a theological debate on Catholicism and the truth. Well, no, no, no. no. I'm just very, I'm just very, I was just curious because I've heard this because I've, Mm. because people have asked me about why are you, are you a Catholic? I was like, no, if anything, from what I've learned through this project, the Bad Roman Project, I think I'm an Anabaptist. Mm. Mm. No, it's um, it, it's 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 weird to me how there is a um, I'm not gonna say the Catholic Church owns the history of the Church Fathers, but it seems to me that when the Reformation occurred and John Calvin split the Church with Martin Luther, there was a rejection of tradition and was came to rejection was rejection of a uh, historical figures who weren't the apostles, and so that seems to be why it was a claim to the um. Church Fathers. I wish more people would quote Church Fathers. I mean, uh, like you said, by Polycarp. I mean, they are really great uh, early Church uh, leaders, you know, right after the Apostles. And I just, I, but I love them. I want more, more Protestants to bring them up. I don't know why it seems to be mm-hmm. the Church has a claim to them. Because it doesn't go with their narrative. Probably that. It doesn't fit the narrative that, that like evangelicals are using these days. If you read the words of the early church, if you read the writings of the early church, mm-hmm. man, if they went into a Franklin Graham church right now <laughs> and said these things, Franklin Graham would kick them out. Probably. And call them sinners and call them uh, antichrist. You know who's antichrist? Franklin Graham. Mm. That dude pretty grinds bad, my man. gears, man. That dude grinds my gears. Mm. And I, I can't stand. I, I, Two seconds on a Franklin Graham Facebook post, I'm ready to choke Franklin Graham out mm-hmm. yeah, because he's leading so many people down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. God bless America. No, God doesn't care about your America. He cares about the people who make up America, but not not some imaginary. He doesn't care about your state. It's he cares about you. He doesn't yes. care about your state. It, it drives me nuts, man. It really and does. With, it, with this whole with this whole project, dude, and I'm telling you, <laughs> it grinds my freaking gears. Like it makes me angry to watch a Franklin or, or see a Franklin grandpa's. And it mm-hmm. just it's you, you want to say that what I said was cringy? That shit's cringy, man. <laughs> it's cringy. Yeah. You're gonna you guys are gonna love this. Uh, the big the final step for me in my Pentecostal church before I joined the Catholic one was it was post um, post election last year and everyone was upset about Trump losing that the preacher gave a entire sermon on Romans 13 and it was all bullshit. <laughs> the entire thing. I, I literally I walked outside mid sermon and I on my phone and Googled 13. I walked outside mid service, got on my phone and Googled Catholic church near me. I'm like, okay. Okay, I'm going this place now. I couldn't take okay, it. Okay, but I, I mean, if he's actually following Romans 13, you better get down and start licking Biden's boots because he's now he's now master, right? I know it's different. That's what he said. That's it's what different. he said. Hey, <laughs> hey, you want to you, you want to piss a bunch of uh, conservative Christians off? Mm-hmm. Tell we should all still belong to England right now if you're to follow <laughs> yeah, Romans 13. Yeah. Well, I did. Dude, I I've heard, God bless I've the heard Queen. Actual like American Christian pastors saying that. Uh, Christians should have had no part of the revolution, which mm-hmm. maybe they shouldn't have, and that we should still be part of England. Oh. I was like, huh. All right. Well, yeah. you have a shitty opinion, but <laughs> I got into it all with my uh one of my friends on my aunts on Facebook. 
she was trying to say things like, okay, let's Kristen record the fall, the uh, laws. I'm like, what government? She's like, what the one we live in? Like, what's China takes over Florida? You're going to give up your guns to the Chinese government? No, because China's not my government. Why not? Why, why is it different now? It's like, <laughs> is it landmass? Because they just they put a flag up. I guess they fucking own you now. And she just, she blocked me. She was done. It was, oh. Yeah, if you're born in Saudi Arabia, do we have to go stone gay people? Because exactly. well, I mean, some Christians think you have to do that too. So yeah, I don't know. That, that's a different conversation. <laughs> it, it's I got to say, Chris, Christian statists. Christian statists are some of the I can't. I, well, I that's hate to our project. Like, I mean, yeah. Christian, Christian statists. Yes, what what spurred the Bad Roman Project? The Bad Roman Project wouldn't be a thing without our freaking frustration with Christians. We spend a lot of time on our podcast kicking Christians around on purpose because they need to understand Mm -hmm. that they're not following the teachings of Christ. Mm -hmm. They're following the teachings of the state. Exactly. And it all started with, I became an anarchist because of Donald Trump. (laughs) That's 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 a tattoo right there. I get that tattooed. I think I'm gonna have it tattooed on my back. I'm gonna be like walking around. Heck yeah. Oh. Um no the whole Christian say this like was I, I have a friend of mine um who doesn't get embarrassing, man. At all. It's embarrassing to me that Christians can even even act this way. Mm-hmm. Well, I had one of my uh, don't drop friends. Romans 13 on a Facebook post and then run away. So funny story about that. I, I, had... ta- I want to talk about it. Let's talk about Romans 13. So maybe, Did you uh, read Romans 12? Exactly. No, you but read it... Romans 13. And first of all, when you read what Paul said when he said submit to governing authorities, mm-hmm. Acts 5 says we are to obey God Not rather man. than man. You mm-hmm. take the word obey and submit, it's two different meanings in, in the Greek. Mm-hmm. And Paul had all kinds of words he could have used when he said submit. And he chose that specifically. Mm. Think about that for a second. We are to submit to governing authorities. Uh, Rosa Parks is my favorite example of this. Mm. I talk about it on the podcast all the time. <laughs> she submitted to governing authorities, but did she obey the law? No. She said, I'm going to sit right here. And it said, if you don't move, we're going to have to call the police. And she said, you may. And when they showed up, she That's submitted a- to government authorities, but she did not obey the law. That's a good she example. Submitted. She submitted to government authorities. Acts 5 says we are to obey God rather than man. That, anyway, that, is, that is good. That is very good. I like that. Um, I was in a Twitter debate with some classical conservative dude. And I, I, he, I was making a case of Christian anarchism. He just quoted Romans 13. And so I, uh, I, po- I posted a, a, oh, what's his name? Uh, guy in charge of the Christian Libertarian Institute, Norman Horn. I posted his article on uh, Romans 13 is not the end or be all of theology. And uh, I said, you think you've just debunked all of a, a philosophy guy who's quoting one scripture and not even understanding it? And he put, yes. And Norman Horn commented, all IP. <laughs> and this, oh, it was, it was great, but no, the, whole, the Christians who wrote Romans 13 literally, but then ignore, like from the same chapter, 
from the same book, Romans 12. It's just like, what, what is They this? don't even understand what it means. Exactly. It's, oh, it, it only it matters if Donald Trump's in office. Yeah. But if Joe Biden's in office, they're silent. Mm-hmm. You want to, you, hey, you want to piss a bunch of conservative Christians off? Yes. Tell them the Revolutionary War was against God. I, I've known that to upset people. That is- no, think about it for a second. Mm-hmm. Would Jesus have uh, put his stamp on the Re- Revolutionary War? No, not at all. Tell, tell your average uh, conservative Christian that. Yeah. It will they, piss them off. I've they, lost friends. <laughs> I made a post. Like, I got home from, I work nights normally, and I made a post mm-hmm. about this, and I went to sleep, and I woke up, and it was blowing up. <laughs> Isn't that great? Said, Craig just so gets fun. off work, makes a post, and Facebook blows up, and he just takes a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, that's great. No, it's... um. Like where I'm at right now, I have a bunch of Christian friends, grew up in the church, all but all my friends are Christian. They're all hardcore statists. Like I had one friend tell me, like, oh, Caleb, Satan was an was an anarchist. That was his argument. <laughs> was that Satan was an anarchist. I know, I know. I I laughed at his face. I'm like, this is the stupidest shit you've ever said. He said who is an anarchist? Satan. 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 <laughs> yeah, Satan he loves the state. I mean, <laughs> Jesus told Satan. Who owns the governments, man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Satan gave offered that to Jesus. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. Exactly. I got another kingdom. <laughs> it's it's the people who are Christian status have to turn they, they have to turn off reason, they have to only read certain scriptures. It's how do you say they're consistent? It's like you can't be consistent. If consistent Christianity leads you to anarchism of some kind. I don't know what kind, but exactly the logical conclusion for a Christian when it comes to the state is anarchy, mm-hmm. period. Absolutely. Uh, the, the, I mean, it, it, when you, if you really dive into what, you don't even have to dive into it. Just read what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Just read what Jesus said when he was tempted by Satan to have the kingdoms of this world. He said, no, nah, I'm good. I've got a kingdom. Mm-hmm. And Christians are belong to that kingdom, that kingdom, mm-hmm. all this garbage that's going on in the, in this world right now, the world kingdoms. Now, it's not our thing. Now, Brooks and Cavey told me something very, that was very cool on one of our shows. And he said, we're going to have a lot of very specific, or we're going to have a we're, we're going to be outspoken. We're going to have a lot of things to say about the state, but it's not my thing. It's not my thing. We, we're going to be pissed off at the state, but why? Because they're killing people. Mm-hmm. Because they're stealing from us. But it's not my thing. I don't support it. I don't get involved with that garbage because it's not my thing. Not the kingdom too. of Christ is my thing. That's who I follow. I don't follow state. I don't follow libertarian values. I don't follow Republican values or Democrat values. I follow Jesus Christ. If Amen. Christians could just get back to that, mm-hmm. this world would be so different. The problem is when Christians that's what's get involved interesting in about. Uh, I was going to say that's what's interesting about Bruxy Cavey is like he's a fellow traveler with Christian anarchists and he wasn't even trying to be. Yeah, you know, he was just following Christ. You yeah. Know, and- well, he told me that. He said, 
he said, I didn't understand what Christian anarchy was. And he said, but it makes sense. And he's an Anabaptist. The more this project is gone, I've, I've, I've talked to several Anabaptists mm -hmm. just because not, not, not on purpose, but it just happens. Like they, they, they kind of gravitate to what the bad Roman is doing because they understand it. The Anabaptists understand no king but Christ better than we do. They, they understand almost to a point like the early church. What exactly is the Anabaptists? I don't know a whole lot about them. Uh, when it comes to me, like not the Christian anarchists, it's more about the Quakers the than the Anabaptists. Best, uh, John Calvin I mean, liked best, to kill them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, the best uh, definition that I've ever gotten was that they were, I think that they were the first ones that decided that like, you weren't supposed to be baptized as a baby because you weren't making a, a choice, right? Was that is that true, Craig? And so they were the ones that would baptize you as an adult. Like you had to make that decision with Jesus in your heart, and like it, because like if I sprinkle water on your head when you're an infant, did you really get baptized? You know, did you really make that commitment with the Lord? Uh, I think that's they were like an offshoot, and they broke broke off of the Protestant. Uh, revolution or whatever and the uh, protestants were killing them for it yeah think absolutely. about that for a second well because martin luther was a christian light you know i'm a catholic light you know what i mean he was basically a catholic he just had a couple little things that made him a heretic yeah. and then out the of lutherans came, the lutherans the calvinists were massacring anabaptists because of their view on this yeah I don't need How any more. Christ like does that sound like to you? I the, mean, come on. Calvin and Lucid, in my opinion, the people who have done the most harm to Christianity. I mean, I I can't stand either of them. Calvin's, but I mean, Calvin rejected so much of the uh, Bible or so much of any reason because he's like, well, I don't agree with it, therefore I'm gonna go leave my make my own church and kill people. It was stupid <laughs> to think. I and then Martin Luther, but both him, but oh, I'm not gonna get into it. But Martin Luther is just. So much of it. So much of the. Whole I have friends. I have friends that are Calvinists. I have friends that are Lutherans. It's whatever to me. I mean, but I think when I talk about Anabaptists, what what draws me to the Anabaptists is their anti-state mm -hmm. view. That's why I understand what they're saying. All that other stuff is just it's just stuff to me. Like mm -hmm. I can get into, I don't get into theological debates because I don't care. I don't mm -hmm. care about that stuff. I, I try to do love my neighbor. I try to love my enemy and I try my best every day to do follow the teachings of Christ. Everything else should fall in place in my opinion. Now I understand why people want to get into these th theological debates. I, I get it. That's your thing, whatever. I'm, I'm not interested when it comes to, the Anabaptists and not because I seek them out, they've gravitated towards the bad Roman project because they are anti-state. Mm -hmm. And I asked Brooks to KV, we have an episode we haven't released yet. I I've interviewed him again. And I asked him, I said, have the Anabaptists always been this way with anti-state? He goes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's never, it, it was never, a thing to them and when well, you they talk were about always persecuted by just about everyone man 
Like they never really had a state to call a home. They were being killed by left and right by. Sounds like a bunch of Christian state. anarchists yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do y'all know about the uh, Quakers? Y'all know anything about the Quakers or? All I know is that some of the best libertarian anarchists that I've ever met were Quakers, mm. and they're supposed to be pacifists. I think some of them are, and some of them yeah. aren't. Um, but I don't know a heck of a lot more than that. Yeah. yeah. I don't so know I'm much interested. About them, but I'm, I'd, I'd go hang out with some Quakers. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you talk about Anabaptists, they, it's always brought into uh, the Amish. Mm. And I think the Amish figured this out a lot a long time ago. Yeah. The problem, and and I've, and this is what I get from other from Anabaptists that I've talked to, is that they're so secluded that they don't reach out to the community. Mm. And so, so like a lot of Anabaptists are like, now we're going to reach out to these folks like Jesus did, but the Amish are like, nah, we're cool over here in our little community. But dude. Honestly, the Amish to me are like, they're like the best example of anarchy in our lifetime. Mm. They're not obeying our fucking laws. They're not doing anything. Like, you think they're socially distancing or wearing masks right now? Like, oh, and they have, they have the best cheese I've ever ate in my life. Ever. I'm a huge cheese. fan of cheese. You can't tell by looking at me, but I love cheese. And <laughs> they have some great cheese. Dude, you know those guys hustle too. I mean, they're like carpenters and stuff, and it sells. I hope that they don't pay a cent in taxes. I hope they yeah, pocket about, that shit. I hope it's all under the table. I mean, it's neighbor the neighbor, more or less, isn't it? And I'm pretty sure like, they're probably cash only because they like, give on credit card and debit cards, I bet. Yeah. I wonder if they pay property yeah, they don't tax. Take that shit. I wonder if they pay property tax on the land they own, or if they pull their money together to pay property taxes. They, or the state just gives them like a religious exemption to the taxes. I'm going to look yeah. into that. That's gonna be interesting. I don't know. I mean, it's time to start a, our own Christian anarchist church and I'd, buy some land out in the middle of nowhere. I'm, I'm just, down. I'm down. Let's, let's, let's go. Do it. Where, where are we going? Wisconsin. Seas. Wisconsin's <laughs> cold though, man. I, yeah, may, I'm down. <laughs> let's go to Texas. I'm from Texas. Texas is fun. Idaho. <laughs> Idaho. All right, we got to figure out where we're going first, I guess. But we'll get this. We'll, we'll, we'll narrow it down. Um, so, has Christian anarchists? We probably hear a lot of objections to Christian anarchy. What is the most common thing besides Romans 13? You have people swear at you to try to be like, well, Christian anarchy is bad because such and such. Like, what is the most common objection you guys hear you think? If you don't Honestly, have enough Christians in office, then the state's going to go bad. And I was interviewed. It's already there. What? It's already How's there. it going right no, now? How's- <laughs> yeah, I was interviewed. Uh, on the uh the fourth way podcast a couple weeks ago and he asked me this question and i get this question all the time and he goes i he did some research and the pew data research did that like 86 percent of people in congress claim christianity christians are screwing this up they're either the worst christians (laughs) Or there's just a, like I don't know what's worse. Are they lying about their face, or they just do? It's a just, lie. It's yeah, a definitely. lie. Caleb, they Caleb, say it. your president right now is a Catholic, right? Uh, Are you winning? My, He's on president. your team. He, I'm giving him to you, dude. <laughs> oh shit! I don't want him. 
Uh, the fact that Caleb is a Joe Biden supporter because he's Catholic. Yes, that's I, what we're going to tell everybody I have, I'm, now. I'm stuck with this guy. You now. heard it now. You heard it here, folks. No, it's actually interesting. It's, Caleb it's Brown interesting. is. <laughs> uh, it's actually interesting. The um, the Council of Bishops is meeting like this month or something to decide if, if uh, Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden are allowed to take part in communion because they believe in abortion, so they're not in communion. Can they just tips. excommunicate them, or they actually might? <laughs> it it's. They might. It's um. You know, I'll have some more respect here. for the Catholic Church if they excommunicate them. Same here. If they don't, <laughs> I might go to mass. I'm gonna have a problem if they don't do it because they either gonna if they don't do it, they're gonna say, "Well, he's the president, so we can't affect political change." And it's just like, well, you now say you don't have to follow church teaching if you're wits and famous. Like they have to. If they don't have, to, if they don't come down, they the right did it to Henry the Eighth. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> not, a good, not a good. He just got a divorce. <laughs> Not a strong history they have that starts being good. <laughs> I'm holding my breath, but I'm not hopeful. Yeah. It's Caleb, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say right now, you probably should start seeking out some more Anabaptists. <sighs> Maybe. I'm gonna, I, need, I, need more, I need more Christian friends who aren't statist. It's You need to go to Don't Bible that. study without masks on, my friend. <laughs> uh, it's... Uh, I, I, I went today without my mask on, and some people were staring at me. They were just looking at me like, what is his mask? I'm like, I keep thinking, are my teeth that yellow? Like, I didn't bust them today. Are they that yellow? Like, it, what's going on? It, <laughs> it was so bad. Just tell them, I'm vaccinated, actually. <laughs> That's another thing. This is what's so interesting. Like, I've seen all this, all, like, where I live right now. Like, I live right outside of Memphis. And I moved further away from Memphis because of their mandates, because it was nonsense. And I got into a different mm-hmm. county because they didn't really buy into all this garbage. You go into Shelby County, which is Memphis, and they were very strict about masks and all this stuff. Mm. And out here in Fayette County, nobody cared if you were wearing a mask. Like they just left you alone, whatever. They didn't care. But what I've noticed is that masks are falling off of people's faces. And I'm, I'm curious if it's because they got vaccinated or if they're just tired of the bullshit, mm. you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I hope it's a second. How one. do you how, how do you ask how do you ask a person if they're vaccinated? People that, ask me all the time. Oh, that's just the I live lines. on the West Coast, so I live like in Liberty or liberal. You're like, yeah, you're like in communist uh, corner. Of, yeah, pretty I'll, much. I'll light a candle for you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I've definitely been asked several times. So, are you vaccinated? What Ugh. brand did you get? Like, Fucking I'm not. Terrible. And then you watch them back up about six feet. And that go might like be this. the saving grace. If not, being, yeah. I might get the tattoo. Not vaccinated. So people just leave yeah. me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, put a wire on my forehead. Well, pretty soon, man, you're gonna start seeing Trump supporters in masks just to like virtue signal that they haven't been vaccinated. <laughs> it's. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so it's much. It's gonna be the opposite now. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you see uh, what's his name? Dan Bonzino, one of the Boomacon people on Fox News. His Twitter handle or Twitter bio is just resist. Hashtag resist. Like they picked they picked the Republicans that picked the resistance thing from the yeah. of the it's just, it's hilarious. It's so much fun to watch. It's uh... resist. Republicans are now saying resist. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. <laughs> Think about it for a second. Think about it a second. Donald Trump said, take guns first, due process later. Mm-hmm. Silence. Uh, 
And the man is the libertarian be... president of our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is oh, that about? Bad. <laughs> have uh, you seen? Have you seen? I don't know if we want to get in this, the, like the Mises caucus stuff. Have you seen all these folks that are supporting this that were like Trumpers? There's a lot of them. Yeah, well, I'm talking about. No, listen, I'm talking about big name libertarians too. I'm not talking about just like your average Joe. Yeah, I think a lot. I think a lot of the libertarians voted Trump round one, uh, or election one, out of just like he's not Hillary Clinton and Gary Johnson and Bill Weld were just neo, basically neocons, and they're like, well, no, what if we're gonna vote? Let's just give a bigger middle finger to the states, you know. Let's just say fuck the elites and put Trump in. Then Trump is terrible. And I think a lot of them didn't vote for Jorgensen because he is also terrible. Um, I mean, I did because I'm an idiot. I hate this. Jorgensen's a fucking joke. Yeah, I that, 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 whole, that whole campaign was a joke. See, I, think I, by I, a, I, I hate this. I hate. Listen, I don't know. I don't know who's watching or listening to this, but I hate hearing this. Spike Cohen is an anarchist. Don't ever say that shit to me ever again. If he is, he is he ran for vice president of the state. Yeah. Don't ever say I, that shit to me ever again. He's I mean, a good statist. He's got, no, he's, got, yeah. he's got a lot of great things to say, like <laughs> yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of them do. Mm-hmm. But he ran for vice president of the state, and you're telling me he's an anarchist. Nah. Dude, if you want to get, don't tell me you're an anarchist and vote. There you Period. go. That's. I sound like an asshole. I'm one of those guys right now. But one the, yeah, one, <laughs> one of the efforts. So. No, the uh, the whole voting thing. Like, I am so torn on it personally. Like, I don't like voting. I don't enjoy it. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't like the idea of voting. But, but I'm gonna send you. I'll send you uh, a little pamphlet. It's called "Neither Bullets Nor Ballots," hmm. and it is the like voluntarist creed, and that's hmm. what voluntarism started by. It's neither bullets nor ballots. Mm. And if you want to call yourself a voluntarist, you don't fucking vote. Mm. So don't Ever. call yourself a fucking voluntarist and then go vote for a ruler. Is it maybe, is it not like a pragmatic argument to at least throw yeah, away a vote? you're not a voluntarist. Get the fuck out. You're, okay, that's you're a minarchist. That's that, that, there, let's, let's say that. Let's say that. Let's admit that they're minarchists at best. Mm. Let's say that. And I'm you cool can be a good minarchist cool and you can that. still be my friend, but yeah, yeah I have cool a lot of friends with minarchists. If, if you will just admit that you're a minarchist and not an anarchist. That's all I'm that's all I want. The anarchists that are getting involved with this stuff drives me crazy because mm-hmm. they've they've muddied the message, they're watering down the message. And now when I go and try to talk to people about anarchy, I have to explain these folks. Mm. You're wasting my time. You're is wasting it, my time. Is it maybe an argument? I think it was, uh, was it, who was it? Uh, Ace, Ace August on Twitter. He was, uh, he made the argument that even if you identify as a libertarian or a minarchist, but you believe anarchism could work in practice, but we just simply won't get there for in our lifetime, the next hundred years or so, but you believe anarchism could work, then you are an anarchist just working towards the eventual goal. Like that was his argument there, that you could be. Wait, 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 is he talking about through the state? Because listen. Yeah. Yeah, 99% of our lives, we are anarchists. Think mm-hmm. about that. Every day, we're 99% of our lives, we're anarchists. Yep. And you want to change that 1% through the state? That may, That's asinine. That makes I mean, no mean that, sense. I mean, that 1% is bombing children. So maybe there's an argument there, but I don't know. I, you, oh, wait, I, I give oh, Here's credence. another thing. So 
when people say, well, if we just get the right libertarian in office, mm. things will change. How do you know? Yeah, I don't think it would change. Because I mean, if you think, if we, the way we understand liber, libertarianism, the founders were lib, libertarians. Mm-hmm. Am, am I wrong in that assessment? Or No, I would say so. Now we have Joe Biden. Yeah. So I kind of get like the radicals argument as in, uh, like, I don't, I don't like the pragmatists. Any, if you call yeah, yourself a pragmatist, you annoy the shit out of me. Well, did you see the caucus uh, devolved? It was uh, dissolved. It was amazing. Yeah, dude, I don't pay attention to the LP. That's a oh. bunch of bullshit. I don't give a fuck. It, it really is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> but I, I follow them in general. If you call yourself a pragmatist, you just kind of sound like a fucking liberal, and I don't want to hear you. Yeah, you sound like a milk toast, just asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, some of the radical guys that are arguing that we can make radical change, like in in a way like locally if we get some guys in and i can sort of see that like mm-hmm. i think about have you guys ever heard of the raj rajnesh niche you know what i'm talking about this was like in the 80s it was a, a cult leader uh he called himself uh i can't even remember what his name was but he called uh ono or something like anyway so he moved to oregon actually like dear anyways he moved to oregon little tiny town and basically took over a town he like brought all of his followers there and just like he took over uh like the local mayor like everything and did like, had this, his yeah. own govern governance over there and so i've heard some people make the arguments like if libertarians were actually worth a shit and we could work together we could take over a little town and start a little in kapistan isn't that what they do in new hampshire like the they're free trying state but yeah it's not that state, hasn't, that state hasn't even legalized weed yet. They're not doing much work over there. Well, I think a state is too big, man. Uh, yeah. I think you just have to start with, like, maybe not even a county. Start mm-hmm. with a little incorporated, like, unincorporated town. Mm-hmm. And Go out, right? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I can kind of see it, but I'm not – I don't know, man. I mean, if we're going to if we're gonna make our own little religious mm-hmm. sect and take <laughs> over a little chunk of town, like, does that make us statists? Like, we're going to have to have bylaws and – it's a, but I, mean, I think it'd be a voluntary yeah exactly if it's yeah. voluntary bylaws i think we're going to clear voluntarism um, is nothing more than we don't accept rulers mm-hmm. but we accept rules exactly i've had to make that yeah. distinction with so many people that's all, like, that's all it is i mean and people don't understand that mm-hmm. and there will be rules in a voluntary society yeah but you consent voluntarily yes like if, if i want to go use the pool if you don't my want to complex, be a part of this community hmm? you go move to another community exactly that's simple like what i'm at right now if i want to use the pool i have to follow the 10 rules on that pool board sign if i don't follow the rules i get a fine i have a, a, a contract it's agreed upon it's fine if i don't like it i'll move i'm gonna move i don't like someone's rules honestly like i get annoyed i've seen a lot of libertarian anarchists like getting all upset at their HOA. And I'm like, that's the type of governments we're actually trying to achieve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we fucking all agreed to these stupid rules when we mm-hmm. bought this house on this land, like a covenant community. Like, is it annoying that you have to listen and you're going to have to go fucking mow your lawn because they don't want their lawn this, this high in the neighborhood? Yeah. yeah. But you agreed to it. So shut up and get the lawnmower going. Mm-hmm. So I just bought this house out here and I was told it's an HOA community and i ain't heard shit from them <laughs> nothing nothing yeah. no nice. i mean if, if you have dues 
you pay a little? Well, th- I was told there would be, but they haven't charged me anything. Hmm. It's supposed to be 300 bucks a year. Okay, I, ain't got a bill, I, I haven't got a bill from anybody. Hmm. So in, until they come sir, give me a, a bill <laughs> that you owe $300 for the HOA. December 31st, I got to knock on that door. It's like, end of the year, pay up. Yeah, I mean, cool. I'll pay it, but I'm not. I mean, I I knew this going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But until you tell me that I have to pay you, I'm not just going to walk up to you and say, "Hey, here's my money now." Yeah. <laughs> Give it to the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're running out of time. We're rounding down. A uh, few more questions. If you guys could recommend any book to people, what book would you recommend? Besides, say, don't be lame and say the Bible. You know, say. I don't even read the Bible. <laughs> I, I know that sounds terrible as a Christian, but I haven't I, I haven't read the entire Bible as a mm-hmm. Christian, and that that floors people when I say that. But I just I know the basics. Mm-hmm. When Jesus said, "Love your neighbor, love your enemy," and like I said earlier, all that theology stuff, man, goes way over my head, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing. I just I'll just follow the teachings of Christ to my best ability. But yeah, I don't, I haven't spent enough. Maybe I should read the Bible, but I know a little bit about it. I know mm-hmm. enough to argue with the uh, conservative Christians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should you read got... a little bit here and there. You know, you... We should start a Zoom uh, Bible study together. Chris. No, I ain't got no, I ain't got no time for that, man. <laughs> uh, if I was going to recommend a book, I, I probably read it twice a year um, just because it's short, it's simple, it's sweet. You can send it to somebody for free using, uh, uh, gosh, down it, uh, the Mises Institute website, mm. uh, Anatomy of the State. Yeah, that's a good one. Anatomy of the State. I think it's like, what, 30, 40 minute little audio book. Just mm-hmm. send it to somebody. Oh, yeah. You can read it PDF. I do have a book. It audio. I do What's have that? a book. I do have a book that I would like to recommend. Mm-hmm. It's and it's called a dictionary of early Christian beliefs by uh, Berko. And if you want to really dive into how the early church understood pacifism, uh, the state, it's all there. Great book recommendations. No, the um, what was it? Now I'm gonna stay. If I have any of, if anyone I know says, hey. What exactly is anarchism? Ask me any question. I buy um, Anatomy of the State, Chaos Theory by Bob Murphy, and Economics of One Less by Henry Hazlitt. I love yeah, Chaos I, Theory. Love I mean, Chaos oh, Theory because Bob Murphy's the best. If if you want to understand what a, a libertarian society would look like, mm-hmm. read Chaos Theory. It is. It, it's incredible. It explains it, all the questions that people have that. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, all the questions we get as anarchists, mm. go read that book. That's that's where I direct them. I mean, if, if that's where you should go, go read mm-hmm. that book, Chaos Theory. It's a, it's a fantastic book, yeah. and it explains all the questions you might have about yeah. uh, anarchy. It's it's one of my favorites. Like besides maybe like the uh, essentials, like Lysander the Spuno, Chaos Theory is one of the better ones you can read. It's it's great. Okay, well, where can people find you at? Like, where, where can, where's, the, where's the best place to find you at? And where's the best place to hear the Bad Roman Project? 
Uh, thebadroman.com. We have a website. Um, you can find all of our podcasts there or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're, we're everywhere. And Nathan is handling our social media site. Yep. So we're on MeWe. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can find us, I think, on Twitter and on MeWe, we're The Bad Roman. And then I think what on Instagram and uh, we're like The Bad Roman Pod. Podcast. So you can find us. Yeah, we're there. And we'll piss you off. <laughs> we'll piss you off. But hey, if you got some questions, reach out. Yep. We'd, love to, we'd love to talk to you. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, this has been the Catholic Libertarian. Uh, thank you, Craig. Thank you for joining. Everybody have a good night.